Married with Cocktails episode number three. three. We're diving into after the proposal, what do you do? Because a lot of people, I find that a lot of people get really lost at this point. They do. And there's a lot to do before the actual wedding. I guess what I'm thinking is the wedding planning process. And like, how do you start? There's a lot to think about. And I mean, really, it's the biggest event that you will probably plan in your life. Mm -hmm. Unless you happen to be like an event planner. And maybe you'll be planning other events as well. Yeah. And um, for context, uh, today is Friday. When you're listening to this, it will be a Thursday. Um, This is our one week anniversary of (gasps) launching. Launch. Oh, my goodness. And we have to say... Super excited about the response. You guys seem to be really enjoying our antics for whatever reason. (laughs) But um, thank you to everyone who has shared um, on Instagram and who's listened in and has submitted questions. We actually got a lot of submissions um, and we will respond to some at the end of the episode. And we don't have time to answer every question today, but stay tuned because we will get to all of your spicy questions in future episodes but yeah i can't believe a week ago we like dropped episode one yeah and it was just crazy and then we went out to celebrate we weren't even planning to no we're like you know what (laughs) deserve this went to morrissey's correct yeah morrissey's we went to morrissey's and had some delicious drinks and oh my god the pizza I could write like a novel about it. I don't know why it had like zesty marinara sauce. We love zest. <laughs> and oh, we got crispy potatoes. Wait, was that what was they were we crispy? Did. Something potato. I don't know. It was crispy potatoes. And when our server, who we later found at the bars that night and talked to for a long time, um, came over and was like, "How are how are the potatoes?" And I was like, "Crispy." Very dad moment. Very dad moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're embarrassing. So we ditched them and we had a ladies' night afterwards to celebrate night. our um, raving success. 33 listens first <laughs> day of our podcast. But yeah, we had a lot of fun and highly recommend Morrissey's not only for the drinks, but the food was really good. Like I I wasn't sure what to expect, but I was really surprised. It was awesome. So yeah, we had a lot of fun and we did. we're excited to be diving deeper into the wedding planning process and thank you to everyone who is back and tuning in after the antics of episode two yes i hope that this i feel like this episode will be really really helpful for the newly engaged folks out there um just because i know that now that you're engaged some people want to get straight to the planning some people don't know what they want to do and some people are like i want to enjoy this engagement i don't want to do anything and no wrong answers, but once you start to do stuff, things start rolling. So you really mm-hmm. gotta like make moves. I also feel like when you're planning your wedding, there are moments that are really crazy and busy and you have to lock down a lot of things. And then there's moments where you can just kind of cruise, like, you know, like, oh, I locked yes. down like my biggest vendors and I'm still like a year and a half out. So you don't really have to like get down to the details. Like you have some time then to just chill. And so there's definitely, I feel like, like a tiered, 
almost, you know, like you get the big things locked in and then you move to those smaller details yeah. as you get closer and closer, <laughs> you know, I don't know. No, it totally makes sense. Because I always felt like I had to be doing something. No, I totally understand. Tyler and I used this phrase um, when we were planning our wedding and now we still use it now. And I feel like maybe it's just because it can be more so applied to anything in life. But we everything wedding related was guerrilla warfare you do what you can you you know when you have money to throw at a certain vendor you go for it when you feel Mm -hmm. like an urge of okay i know what i want to do for these three things you go for it you can't really structure your life around planning the wedding the wedding kind of has to figure into your life right no it totally makes sense you get engaged Mm -hmm. super exciting moment and all of a sudden maybe like a couple days go by and it sinks in like oh, I'm engaged and that means like now I have to like plan a wedding. Like you, I don't know, I feel like it took a few days to like sink in for me that like, oh, like the wedding's not just gonna like show up one day. Like I have to like think about really like what vision I want to bring to life. Of course, like I had a vision going for many, many years, but you have to really like start making moves. It doesn't take long for people to say, oh, you're engaged, when's the wedding? And you're like, yes. I don't know. Like even like that day. Yeah. And well, you're like, you I didn't even know like I was going to be engaged like yeah. 10 hours ago. Oh my God. That's I don't know. I think you definitely should as a couple take like even two weeks. Just enjoy. Have, you know, soak up that happy moment of being engaged. Like you're not going to lose out on anything major by waiting a week or two to just enjoy the moment. And, you know then you can let things get a little stressful, but just enjoy. It's such a momentous occasion in your life. And, um, you know, it quickly can become overwhelming. So I think it's important to just be present and enjoy that experience of being a newly engaged couple. Yeah, go to your favorite restaurant, say that you're celebrating your engagement. Enjoy all of the champagne with strawberries that people throw at you because they get pumped that you're engaged. And that is now like my favorite thing to drink, champagne with a little strawberry stuck in it. I think every like wedding, um, like fair or like expo that I went to had copious amounts of champagne (laughs) and strawberries. Like I took so many like... Instagram story pics like at the wedding expo and it would be champagne and strawberries because who doesn't love that? I love it. I went to one wedding expo and I went like in the last 30 minutes because it was late. I was um, a little tired from the night before, a little tired and we got there. We entered our... What were you doing, Han, the night before? I was absolutely having a glass of wine to unwind. And by a glass, I mean a few. This is the part where I'll... put a straw in the bottle. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I love that. Um, Yeah, so let's just say like it is. I was a little bit hungover for the wedding expo. (laughs) We showed up late. Tyler was like, um... I mean, he was down to go. He's like, do you want to go to that thing? And God bless him, because he was like, we we can do that before breakfast, which which is nice, because um, I would be like, no, food first. That is honestly like it's like looking in a mirror because same. (laughs) Matt's like, let's go run like 20 errands. We can wait to eat till like one. And I'm like, what? I hate that. I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) The walls are closing in on me. Um, yeah. So we went there. Um, honestly didn't do anything just because I feel like I had such a handle on kind of I had my venue and I and my photographer booked, so everybody that was there was like I already had a vision of what I wanted because I knew all the vendors because I work in the industry and that's not me trying to be like, well, 
you know, I already knew what I wanted to do, but it just, it doesn't come to everybody that easily. A lot of people like to go to those things and kind of find out what they like, see things, touch things, smell things, mm-hmm. drink things. Uh, it's also fun to just feel like kind of pampered. Like I feel like yes. people will just approach you and be like, oh, congrats. I got so many like random compliments or like my outfit. Oh. Like they just make you feel nice because like so you're nice. a bride to be and like this event is like celebrating you and it's just fun. You know, even if you're not really sure, you just get a bunch of business cards, you see a bunch of things, you start to gather ideas. Yes, it's very true. I also feel as though we need to make a quick sidebar to talk about what we're sipping on today. Oh. Forgot about that. So today we are married with coffee (laughs) because um, I'm hot off a vacation and my body was begging me for like two days with no wine in her bloodstream. So I'm honoring those signals. Also, it's my birthday, so, or not today, but happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow, tomorrow we're heading to the winery to celebrate my birthday, so I feel like she could use a little break before the celebrations um, ensue, Mm -hmm. and it's also noon. I mean, that hasn't stopped us before, but today, yes, we are having some Dunkin'. I'm just having a hot black coffee, pretty boring. Yes, and I'm having a... A cold. <laughs> I freaked out. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even cold. know how to describe it. I'm having um, an iced coffee with um, skim milk and a pump of coconut and a pump of blueberry. Or it's like a flavor shot. That sounds so good. I've never thought about coconut in coffee. It's good. And it's like, it's that flavor shot. It's sugar-free or whatever. What I My favorite order there, though, which I just wasn't up for today because... I don't know. My anxiety would be through the roof. I like to get a medium iced coffee with skim milk, mocha swirl, which is the syrup, and a shot of raspberry flavor because then (gasps) it's a mocha raspberry. Can I just say, this reminds me, okay, in college, we would drink, which I I have a lot of thoughts right now, but (laughs) we would get like hot chocolate from the dining hall and then spike it with raspberry rum. And it probably sounds gross. But it's similar flavor profile to mm. what you're describing. It tasted almost like like fruit dipped in chocolate. Yes. Like that is so good. It's so good. Oh, that sounds amazing. It is. I'm I'm a big like fruit and chocolate type of person. I have this very strange, random, vivid memory of me in elementary school being at a friend's house and their mom had one of those chocolate oranges where it's like milk chocolate with orange something in it. I don't mm. think it's real orange, but it's like orange flavor and I think about it all the time like I know easily once a month it's so good I feel like now I'm going on a whole aside but <laughs> we're just the, a little hungry well I I just want to also mention there's these really good little chocolate covered pomegranate bites I don't know what they're yes, called yes. I don't know this this is not helpful but I'm just thinking about them now because they're so good <laughs> I know what those are absolutely like they're like CBS. brookside or yes. like something they're like little balls oh my god so good. So yeah, that's what we're sipping on today. Yes. <laughs> we're still hyped up. Um, but yes, so Duncan, shout out to you. God bless. America runs on ya. It does. Um, so you're engaged. You take some time. You enjoy the moment. Maybe you get your ring resized. <laughs> you know, just have some some uh, celebration, you and your partner together enjoying. Get that champagne. But then, 
Yes. The people start asking the question, when's the wedding? You need to give the people what they want. You need to give the people (laughs) what they want. You need to hype up all your family and friends who are getting excited for the wedding. Big party. What did you do? First, we talked about budget a little bit. I think budget's really important. I think that's what we did, too. It, of course... At the same time, while snowballing seasons and stuff, everything like that, when will our date be? How far away will we get married? You can think about your date, but before you book anything, you really need to figure out, okay, what are we going to spend on this? What do we have to spend on this? Is anybody helping us with this? It is Mm -hmm. awkward and difficult to navigate. Very awkward and difficult to navigate. And going off that, like with the date, different seasons and days of the week, cost more or less money like Mm. getting married in the summer on a Saturday (laughs) like I did is like probably one of the most expensive days or like dates that you can choose because it's like prime wedding season Mm -hmm. and Saturday's a nice day because you have the Friday rehearsal dinner and then you have the built-in Sunday the day after so people automatically have the time off it's you know so it's a great day to choose of the week. And um, but it is like prime wedding season and yeah. um, they're hot commodity days. So those yeah. tend to be the more expensive days to choose. So, again, like you want to know how much you're willing to spend before you uh, look for those days, because maybe you want to do a Friday instead or maybe you want to do off season and save a little money that way. Yeah. Um, and again, like every season is so be- like you can do totally different things with it, which is really fun. Um, but I definitely think you need to nail down that budget first and foremost, because you don't want to look at dates that aren't going to or you're going to blow your whole budget booking the venue for that one day. Yeah. And it, it happens. It tends to line itself up that a lot of people that are recently proposed, engaged, look and just plan their wedding are also looking to do other life things like buy a house, have kids soon. So they're like, OK, do I want to do a $75,000 wedding or do I want to use, you know, some of that free liquid cash, not free cash, but that liquidity, liquidity, Mm -hmm. economics. Hey, (laughs) hey guys, welcome to economics corner with Hannah. Um, (laughs) No, you know, maybe we want to use some of this cash on hand to do a down payment for a house. It is difficult Mm -hmm. to do twice to do both of those things at once. I think that Tyler and I, yeah, we were, we bought our house and we were engaged and you did too. Mm -hmm. And it was like, a balancing game in a stressful time yeah like I'm happy now but I will say like when it was all said and done I felt like my life was so like calm I was like wow like zen yeah like there's really not a lot going that year first year teaching bought a house in October got married in June it was like whoa that's crazy a little crazy but it was it was a great year but you know it was a lot yeah um to your point about um, days and seasons that are more or less expensive. I would definitely say like summer, would you say June or July through I think the end of October or mid-October is like mm-hmm. peak. Those Saturdays will be the most expensive days of the year, at least up here in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, Cause we looked, even yeah. we were considering April and there was a difference in costs. Yeah. I'm happy we didn't go with that day because it ended up snowing really bad. And oh I'm God. always cold. So I kind of knew like I wanted summer just because I wanted to not like worry about that stuff. Um, the winter. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely through October because where we live, like it stays beautiful. 
Yeah. I'd say the end of October sometimes can be dicey, but definitely through mid-October. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times. It's interesting because as a photographer, I get a lot of people reaching out asking me, are you available on this date? And it's funny, Tyler always says, he's like, Hannah, why why do you get inquiries for the same date over and over and over and over oh and over God. again? And I tell him, I don't, honestly don't know because every year there are a couple of hot dates that just, I don't know, for some reason I get them constantly. I got so many inquiries for your date. I got so many inquiries mm-hmm. for my date. I had to be like, nope, sorry, getting married for, to like nine people. And then this year, I can't tell you, I've had probably five people ask about August 21st, 2021. That's crazy. It's so random. And it's like, it's all those hot, those Saturdays and peak season are crazy. So mm-hmm. I also think like, like we had to navigate around like graduations in the family and things like that. And like, for me, like the end of the school year, I definitely, I, I mean, I got married the day after the last day of school, <laughs> but, um, you know, there's those things to navigate around like certain dates. So if people are trying to avoid other big moments like mm-hmm. college graduations happen typically mid-May. High school graduations typically happen that like second to last or last week in June. So people maybe are choosing dates before or after to try to avoid. Yeah. But anyways, budget first and then you can start thinking about a day that would work within your budget. Yeah. And that's when you start looking around, thinking about what does your wedding look like when you think about it in your head? Where do you want where do you want to be? Do you want it to be destination? Do you want it to be local? Barn wedding? Um, wedding hall wedding? Is that a, I feel like wedding hall, that's a thing. Yeah, I would say absolutely. And then like indoor, outdoor. Yeah, church, um, non-church. Church, non-church. Um, again, pros and cons. I think we could do a whole other episode about mm all the thinking points when you're going indoor versus outdoor versus this versus that. Um, But you need to think what's your vision? Like what have you been dreaming about your whole life? There's no right or wrong answer. Um, And it's so fun to go to weddings that are all like a little bit different from one another. Um, And I'd say before you go out and look for or look at a venue, like, because they'll tell you what dates they have available. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to be flexible in that way. If you have your heart set on a date, and you go in and your dream venue doesn't have that day, like, I don't know. I think you have to be a little bit flexible and realize it is just a day on the calendar and no matter what, it's going to become a special day for you. Um, But I think you need to have a rough, super, super, super rough guest list to know how big of a space you are going to need. Yes, because if you have, if you're looking at this really cute kind of intimate barn wedding, but you have 150 close friends and family that you want to invite, they might not be able to accommodate that or they might, or you also might have to adjust your guest list based on budget too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, for example, we had close to 200 people. I think Mm -hmm. we are at like 183 and I was really, really intrigued by the Adelphi because it's such a beautiful space um, in the blue hen area in the back. Um, but we had too many people. Um, I mean, we still got a really nice tour and I was like, I love it here. Like I wish, but I have a giant family. Um, but again, because it was so new, like there wasn't a whole lot of information online at the time. So I didn't really know what the deal was until I went there. Um, and that was last year. I think they said something about opening up like the indoor into the outdoor space and then it could accommodate more. I'm not totally sure what the information is. Um, but again, like, 
you have to kind of know how many people to see what will and will not work for you. Yeah, it's it's important and it's good to go, you know, you know, kind of how many people you want, how much you want to spend money on. And when you're in those venue meetings, I mean, this is all I think I'm just getting too into the weeds here. But when you're meeting with a venue and you look at all the prices of things, there will be a base price and then there will be all these other add ons. So I don't know. Things can snowball budget wise Mm -hmm. very quickly. So determining also how much money you want to spend on each vendor is just as important because um, prioritizing what you want to do. Do you want like incredible photos from like the best photographer in town? Me. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really. No. Um, I'm just, I'm not, but, um, do you want incredible photos, a really luxury photo experience? Do you want great videographer? Do you want like the craziest castle venue in the state or the best band swinging? Are you trying to drop like a ton of money on this designer gown that you've been dreaming about your whole life? Like you have to think what, what is the thing that I care the most about? Mm -hmm. And I think once you find your date and you find that venue, those are the things you want to secure next. Yes, like rank them in importance and then kind of divide up your budget percentage that way. It doesn't have to be crazy mathematical. Back to economics corner with me. It doesn't have to be like a crazy, like methodical thing, but having some sort of idea and approach can really help you, you know, not spend $10,000 on flowers and be like, oh, we hired my cousin as photographer or something not to bring it back to photography again I'm not trying to plug myself damn it but it is it's so important because those are the mementos of the day that you will remember most it's true I think what we did we like ranked our top three that was most important to us Mm -hmm. I think it was like photos like we really wanted live music Mm -hmm. and then like guest experience so like food drink you know all that stuff and we're like, okay, like these are the things that we want to book. Like I didn't really think about my hair and makeup until later. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, crap. I still ended up booking an amazing um, group of ladies at Blush 518. Uh, but I like forgot. I'm like, oh my God, like I need to like book this stuff because you get so caught up in everything else. Yeah. You're like, I can't do my makeup that day. <laughs> so once you get all that stuff set and you, you find the venue that you like, you have your rough your rough budget, your rough guest list, um, all of that stuff, you have to start booking those vendors that book up quickly. So first thing, you get the venue because the venue gives you the date. And doesn't, you can search, like Kenzie said, by date, like I specifically want this date or I'm thinking October 2022 or something. Mm -hmm. And by the way, giving it some time, it can be really quick. You know, you can do six months out. We did, we both did about a year and a half, which was I good. I would say really a good. year and a half was the perfect pace perfect for pace. me personally. I know some people, like one of my coworkers got engaged like New Year's and she got married in August and she was a little bit stressy stressed, but also like mm-hmm. they had a baby like right away. You know, I think everyone too has different timelines and things. So yeah. I was like, ah, just soon. And, you know, I think it was a great pace to work with because there were those higher stress moments and those lulls in the planning. You know, you could kind of take your time with some of the things. So booking the vendors who book up really quickly should be first priority if you're serious about getting all of your wedding planning stuff and all of the people that you really, really want to use. I cannot tell you how many times I've had people say, 
you know, uh, you know, I'm just browsing right now. I'm just looking and their wedding is about a year away. And I'm like, don't browse, honey, book. Because if you're looking at, you know, you got your venue and your date, you need your videographer, your photographer. If you need a specific makeup or hair artist, any specific band, any specific person that you really want at your wedding day that does not have like a team of a bunch of associate shooters or a bunch of associate DJs, mm-hmm. you know? I would completely agree. And I also like things change really fast. Yes. Like when we were looking at venues and I decided pretty much right when we got to the Hall of Springs that that was where I wanted the wedding to be. But we were a year and a half out and I think there was only like three weekends available mm-hmm. for a year and a half from there, which is insane. But I mean, we're in a wedding hot spot, as yep. we've said, like there's so many venues. And I think that people do use Saratoga as a destination as well. Yeah. Um, Cause we have the nightlife and you know, the track and everything. Um, and it's just a sweet town. So, and I think the dates, it was like April 5th, Memorial day weekend, and then our date. Wow. And I think they let us like put our name on two and then we had to really think about like what we wanted because again there was price differences um but you really want to like make decisions think about what do I really want and just make those decisions and go with your gut because things there's a lot of people planning their weddings and you know you don't want to miss out on that vendor that you have been dreaming of or been super excited about um so I wouldn't sit on it if you have a gut instinct or if you know that you like love somebody's photos or, or if you know that you love somebody's um, makeup that you see on Instagram or whatever. I would definitely just book things if you are sure of them. Yeah. If it feels right, just go for it. This whole thing is about as much as it is about planning, it's also about instinct and doing what you feel because I think that's that's how you met your person. You didn't like make a weird calculated like, oh, well, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, I like him. He is the one. <laughs> and we both like pizza. We both like pizza. We have similarities. You're so right. And you, I think at the end of the day, like you know what your vision is and you know what you really want. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's no need to second guess. Have you listened to both of our podcasts all the way through? Yeah. Because of the editing, like nitty gritty. Someone texted me. They said, I love your podcast, your podcast, because, um, <laughs> Because of the way your voices just complement each other so much. And I was like, really? Because I, I'm such like a low energy. Like my voice is so like, hey guys, like just so you know. Like, so whenever I'm, someone compliments my voice, I am like 99.9% sure it's sarcastic because it's so high pitched. No, it's so nice. Which reminds me of a story I have about my voice. One time in college, I my best friend Carly was visiting me and like we had a, like a fun night the night before. And... Um, she like the next morning, like I opened the window, like kind of abruptly at like 1030 a.m. And she just screams like, what is this communist Russia? Like really dramatically. And then like I got an email from my um, RA like, like maybe like five minutes later that was like, you girls need to lower your octave because residents are telling me they can hear every word of all of your conversations. And like, oh this God. is the last straw. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God, like. She literally called me out for having a high octave. Oh. And apparently people complain that they could hear every word of our conversations. <laughs> and then Carly screaming about communist Russia was the last straw. So. Oh my gosh. Why does why is communist Russia always the last straw? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's I have questions it's about better. that. Oh my gosh. That was much needed. 
Okay. Do you want me to just say my other aside so we can get down, get back down to business? Yeah, I need to know. I'm so curious now. Okay. This is something that I've thought long and hard about since our little excursion on Saturday night. We had, we had a lot go on that night. <laughs> okay. You, <laughs> we were out for nine hours. <laughs> we got I don't even know. Like, we don't have that much to say. Like, what were we doing? Like, it was fun. I kept hard selling our podcast to Everybody random met. people. Our server at, at the at the restaurant, we saw her in a who line. Who follows She's our Instagram? Incredible. Shout out to you. I really like her. Me too. And she followed her Instagram, so it's incredible. So here's the thing. You and I are, are you turning 26? 27. 27. That's what I thought, and then I confused myself. Okay, you and I are both 26-year-old ladies. We're married. We both, we get spicy occasionally. Like, we enjoy, like, a couple of beverages and sips and stuff. But I feel like we're both at that age where in order to, like, really go out, we need to have someone, like, of a similar, I don't know, of a similar mindset kind of spice you into it. Like, ooh, like, maybe we should go and do this. Yeah. You and I, when we went out, and we've done this before, we've been using this term. Mm-hmm. Let's get a nightcap. <laughs> let's get a nightcap. But you know what it is? You know how many nightcaps we got? Let's, let's go somewhere else. Just get a quick nightcap. Then we'll go home. We got <laughs> we got nightcaps like four nine sets, hours. Four sets of like nightcaps. And I'm not saying like four drinks. I'm saying we went to four different places to like look for that perfect nightcap. And I think that that's just you and I trying to use like married lady language to say let's bar hop. But it yeah. sounds unclassy when we say it. <laughs> nightcap. And then we okay we nightcapped to Max London. Then we nightcapped to the Night Owl. And then we nightcapped to Gaffney's. Then then we nightcapped to Dango's. And then we tried to nightcap one more time. And then we went to the tavern. Before before Dango's, we tried to nightcap at the tavern, but it wasn't the vibe. Wasn't the vibe, and they were like starting to close places. Like they wouldn't let us in. They're like, "Sorry, we're not taking anybody we're else. Taking There's else. no room at the inn." And so we eventually nightcapped to a gas station and bought like forty dollars worth of snacks. I ate so they many left Oreos. with a whole frozen pizza. <laughs> Didn't at three a.m. in a tiny dress and heels. I mean, it was a tasteful tiny. Dress. It was like a little sundress. But also, I was worried at the other people in the gas station judging me, me but too. I was like okay Everybody who's here it's 3 a.m. and they're in a gas station like who's judging who mm. we're all in this together people mm-hmm. and god bless our uber driver god bless Michael is that his name Michael he drove us to like three different gas stations he was like the tr- he was like I'll help you because find one we wanted a snack we we're like okay oh, yeah absolutely we we're like probably because it racked up the uber bill the uber bill was sixty six dollars and I tipped him as well. I that's felt like um, I don't like. I'm not trying to brag that I tip, but I was like, I feel. Thank you so much for bringing us everywhere. Uh, I know, literally, to like we tried to go to like three different gas stations, but it was like three thirty in the morning and things are closed. It was late, and when I look back, I'm like, we didn't even really, we didn't consume that many beverages. We're no, just, we just kept adventuring. We were just excited. We were so excited. And okay. Also, I have to just say, 
RIP to my denim coat that I lost that night. Oh my God. Because I don't know where I tried to call and DM places. And we even asked the Uber driver, Michael, and no one could find it. And I was investigating like in pictures we took to see if like we could see it in the background. I have no idea where it went. You were like going undercover. That's a deep dive. I like that. I'm so sad. But you know what? Just an excuse to go shopping now. It is. I do feel bad about that because it's. I have a memory of you having it. And I think at then I had like a foreboding moment where I was feeling like. Why did I bring it? It was like 90 degrees. But you're a, ch- you're a chilly gal. I get chilly. And sometimes if you're inside and there's air conditioning unexpectedly, it can get really cold. Yeah. So, yeah, just because you get married doesn't mean you're going to be like anything classy. You could yeah. just go nightcapping for nine hours like we do and end up at a gas station buying DiGiorno pizza and uh, Cheetos cheese puffs at 3.30 in the morning. I am instituting <laughs> right now. Nightcapping is now a word. It's not bar hopping if you're married. It's nightcapping. It's nightcapping. It's nightcap. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, God. But honestly, we had so much fun. I don't even care. It was such a good night. And that's, you know, we're saving ourselves for tomorrow. I mean... We're being responsible with our coffee, people. It's it is what time is it? It is one forty four on a Friday. Mom, if you're listening to this, aren't you proud that I'm not married with cocktailing right now? Because I am. I'm afraid that my family's gonna listen to this and be like, Hannah, do you have a problem? And be like, no. <laughs> I wish we had like the TikTok voice effect right now. Do you have a I don't, I don't even know what voice effect I'm trying to it's, show. It's the, the app the like, logo. One time. One time I was going out for a nightcap with my friend Kenzie, who is also married, and we have a podcast. <laughs> that's the, yes, that's the right. one. That's the one. People hold up their little like headphone microphones. Oh my God. I love it. Ooh, okay. Next to discuss. A couple more points on our list, and then we have some submissions. <gasps> Which I'm super excited to get to. Guys, submit everything, even if it's like a random question. like Because we promise we will get to all of them. They just might not all fit in the next episode. You guys just have questions. We've been trying to group them and like plan how to get everything in. Um, okay, so we talked vendors, booking who's most important to you, and just going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, day of coordinators and wedding planners. Um, do we need them? No, not necessarily. Where I had my wedding, they did give you like a day of like person, Pam, who was amazing. And she would bring me like drinks and like snacks, like when you're taking photos and stuff, because I was very hangry and parched. Um, And they just kind of like help make sure things are moving along. Um, But again, like if the Hall of Springs hadn't provided a person, I don't think I would have sought it out because you have like your bridesmaids and those people... Uh, there to support you through the day but I definitely thought it was helpful to keep things going and make sure we were ready for the next steps like photos cake cutting toasts just making sure you're where you need to be most venues are good about having that like day of coordinator kind of there to keep things on track anyways sometimes for larger events or maybe you just feel really uncomfortable or out of your depth planning something Hire, hire a wedding planner or a um, a day of coordinator because you, you can mm-hmm. hire someone outside to do that. It just it depends on your vision, your comfort level with the event. If you're trying to do something like 
crazy upscale, but you don't know how to pull it all together and you want someone to have like, I want these beautiful table pieces and all this stuff. Sometimes it's helpful to have someone get it all together for you. Absolutely. And again, I think it depends too. Like I think a lot of venues, well, I can't say for every one. I'm just thinking of ours. Like They kind of help you move it along. Mm. But, you know, if you think it'll be nice to have somebody help you pinpoint all those things and keep things organized, go for it. And if you want to save the cash, um, just ask us. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I was like, my main things were I wanted event I wanted to be able to have the guest list that I wanted like all my friends and family mm-hmm. I wanted good photos because hi I'm Hannah Hannah Lux photography nice yep. to meet you and um just to be able to have like open bar good food and drinks guest experience those were I mean I think we were pretty similar in that mm-hmm. um so just the as far as the coordinator or planner I was like the venue has one planned in I'm happy with just kind of pulling everything else together myself and Tyler's mom did a lot of like decor type things because she's so good at that. Mm-hmm. Also, did she make those brownies at your wedding? Because they were so good. I heard a rumor that she made the little brownie bites. I think she did. Yes. Shout out Tyler's mom. If you're listening, those brownie bites were everything. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. For the desserts, we went very simple. We got a little cake just to cut and then but we had people needs, bake stuff. At that point when you've had so many drinks and stuff, I was like oh brownie bites. Perfect. Barely Just something simple. We had late night tacos. I didn't even realize. Mm. I'm like, I, in the moment, I was like, that sounds great when you're planning. I'm like, <laughs> who needed that after yeah. like the meal and the drinks? And But you know what? Sometimes when you've been having a few drinks, you're like, ooh, it's like a savior in the oh moment. And tacos. That was how I felt about the pizza that they rolled out to our bonfire. I was like, oh my God. I know. That was so good me like wearing a big sweatshirt shoving white claws into my sleeves because I'm like I'm the bride I just need a couple more drinks it's fine it's fine I'm fine fine. I'm fine I just you know I know it's gonna close soon so I wanna stock up I didn't um drink a lot my wedding day I I didn't either I waited I didn't get like yeah I waited till I think like after all the main events to have my second drink like I had like a big big boy glass of wine I think they just if you're the bride they give you a nice big white glass of wine and um then i waited because it doesn't take many drinks for this lady to be uh feeling spicy so but once the dancing got going yeah i had a couple and it was it was fun yeah and then we went to the tap room after and i was like gonna pass out i was so tired from the day i'm like i just want to go to bed then you went to the adelphi oh well Oh, I went to Esperanos. <laughs> yes, I did go to Esperanos in my wedding dress. And I walked up from Esperanos to the Adelphi. Completely different vibes. In my wedding dress, eating either a doughboy or like a veggie burrito. I love that. And honestly, I wish that somebody took a picture because it's mm. just really hard to imagine in my head. It's a personality pic. Um, I have pictures of you at the tap room. <gasps> uh, playing... Um, the whatever shuffleboard, whatever. Yeah, I think whatever that game is. Whatever that game is. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It was good. Their grilled cheese for this week looks absolutely incredible. Buffalo cauliflower. Their grilled cheese is always incredible, and also I've been craving it for like a month. I feel like I want it so bad, but every time I eat something super rich like that, I'm like, oh. 
I know when it's this hot, I'm like, this is not what my body needs right now. So I guess the final piece of <laughs> you're engaged. Now what advice? Because I feel like we could probably do five episodes about this topic or like take everything we talked about and stretch it into a longer episode. There's going to be that urge to like immediately like go to your girls and be like, oh, will you be in my wedding? Like, will you be a bridesmaid? Because it's so exciting. And the, like, of course, you want your friends to be a part of it. Um, but I would say like resist the urge to immediately name your wedding party. Mm-hmm. Really think about it. Think about your friendships. Because sometimes, unfortunately, relationships change, um, especially around major life events. And you just want to make sure that you're choosing the right people to be around you that day. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's easy to get excited immediately and maybe you'll ask 10 people to do it and then you find out afterwards that your fiance only has, you know, four people in mind. Then you feel like, okay, either I have to uninvite people or like I have to unwedding party people or... um, have a really unbalanced party, which seems weird, which you can do, but it's... Yeah. And yeah, I mean, especially if you're planning a wedding for a year and a half away or something like that, you don't have to name people now. Your relationship can change. I'm not saying everybody you know is a snake. Watch the fuck out, bitches. But I'm saying you don't need to jump right into it. Mm -hmm. I think we're ready for our submissions. Oh, yeah. All right, so here's the part of the podcast where we're going to answer some of your juicy questions that have to do with some of the things that we talked about today. So question number one we got um, was, I'd love to hear about how you dealt with being the first bride in your friend group. Han, do you want to say anything about that? I enjoyed it. I feel like Tyler and I have had been together for so long at that point that it made sense that we were going for it. I didn't feel like, oh, it's weird that I'm not doing the same things that my friends are. Everybody was super supportive, super happy for us. And the only thing was that I didn't really know many other people that were planning weddings except for you. So mm-hmm. you, you're kind of, I'm not saying that you're kind of the guinea pig, but you're kind of the first person to do this thing. So you're learning, you know, what works, what doesn't. I think I had kind of an advantage being in the wedding industry anyways. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. At the end of the day, I feel like everybody's lives are so different that I never feel like we're not necessarily on the same page as other people. We're just maybe maybe we're like in different chapters, but we're not in different books. Exactly. <laughs> and I also feel like that like the day the day and age we live in now, <laughs> people get married from like age like 22 to like 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a huge range. Um, and I feel like it was the same thing. It was kind of overwhelming. But I had um, my cousin, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, if you're listening. She was getting married. So I and she got married just a few months, but well, November and then I was June. So I could um, talk to her about it. And then once we became closer, we could kind of bounce things off each other. And if we were going through anything stressful or just needed to vent, which was really, really helpful. I feel like if I had nobody, mm-hmm. that would be a little more difficult. Um, but I was also really kind of self-conscious about like, I didn't want to seem like I was being annoying. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, like I'm just planning my wedding because I don't know. I just felt like I, 
Yeah. It's kind of awkward. Like, even like the wedding day, you're like so nervous. I'm like, everyone's looking at me. Like, you just, it's like too much focus on you almost sometimes. And you, I was kind of like cognizant of that and thinking like, I don't want to be like, I don't want people to be like, oh, she's like always talking about her wedding or like whatever. And I yeah. thought about that a little too much when it's like, it's your moment to be excited. Like, who cares if you want to talk about it or, you know? I think about that too, because I, I know that there's, I think we touched on this in a couple, a couple episodes ago or maybe last, no, I think it was the first episode that there can be kind of a culture around like, congrats on your wedding. haha. Ha, I just, you know, ate five Taco Bell tacos and then threw them all up. Haha. Ha, like, oh, I'm so quirky because, you know, you're so established and you're kind of weird for doing that. It's not, yeah. and it's kind of like, like, we get it. Like you're wow. getting married. Like you posted a thousand pictures and it's like, but you know what? You should. And yeah. if you just got engaged, you should too, because it's your moment to be excited. I think that the culture around like thinking that making any effort at all or being excited about things that you're doing or promoting yourself or whatever, um, thinking that that stuff is lame is, I think that that culture is lame. Um, okay, like great. I see that you posted another picture of your engagement ring we get it you're engaged and it's like yeah I'm excited because I'm gonna get married to the love of my life I see you posted another picture of your new car I don't have anything to say about that so you shouldn't have anything to say about me right and again like you hope and pray like this is the one time you're doing it yeah so we live in a time which again there's a lot I could say about this where everything is posted and shared, like hyper shared. And it's just kind of a cultural norm at this point, I would say. So if you want to share your engagement ring yeah. once, 30 times, whatever, it's your moment. You should be excited about it. And you should scream it from a mountaintop if you want to or just enjoy the moment at your house, whatever. Yeah. So I, I went on a whole side. but No, it's okay because it's true. People... People, sometimes there are a couple people that get weird. When you get engaged, they get a little weird. They kind of react almost Mm -hmm. adversely to your exciting news. And they're like, why are you talking about it so much? Why do you? And I think it's that like kind of toxic comparing culture. And it's like, I don't know. It's not like you, you just, it's something that happened to you. And it's doesn't mean anything about anybody else. Yeah. It's no, no comparison needed. Everybody's doing their own thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just great things in store for all of us. It's not, it's not like I got engaged, which means I've taken an engagement spot away from you. Right. It's not, exactly. it's infinite. Exactly. I totally agree. All right. Question number two. Yes. Do you have to pay for the guest after the wedding? Like when you know how many people are coming? It's a really good question. And honestly, that's something I didn't totally understand until I was planning my own wedding. So basically, you'll make your guest list and kind of determine who um, will be getting like a plus one. So really, we were like, okay, like who has like significant others? Um, You know, that's kind of just who we gave plus ones. Um, And like I gave my bridal party. I mean, you have to do whatever works for you because it is another head that will cost X amount of money per plate at your wedding. Um, So they just kind of go into your total guest count. Um, and that's how it's determined who you pay for. And I think I'm trying to remember, like, I think you do like kind of payments as you get closer and you like really like narrow down because you have to submit like the meals and all that. 
But um, yeah, I feel like now I'm like not making sense. No, you are. That's exactly what I remember is we had the rough count based on our rough list that we submitted to the venue when we originally got our quote. And that's what we went off of that. That's what we were paying off of when we finally tightened up, figured out yeah, the guest I think list. we did. And we would just yeah. say this person plus one and like count them as two people. Yeah. And so you do that and then you submit like the meal choices. And then a couple weeks before you're like, this is the final guest list. This is who's coming. This is the number. And then everything's based on that. And then the next day, uh, what I mean is, the day after the wedding, you kind of settle up any other like open bar tabs, like any tally tabs, things like that. Um, if someone does not attend the wedding, but they RSVP that they would, and you told the venue this amount of money, you're still paying for their plate, mm-hmm. which is why if you can't make a wedding, just say it. I mean, don't, you know, right. put it on your calendar or don't. Because it's a pretty penny when you have I like started to sing and then I was like this is awkward um, I liked it I like that you, you're about to sn- I saw you go like I was, I was feeling jazzy I was ready to snap I love the jazziness um, but hopefully that helps to answer that question so you just kind of tally them into your total guest count thinking about like who has a significant other who like do I want to have a plus one for these people I mean it's totally up to you and your fiance how you go about that yeah, we did it with people. We were like, no kids because, no offense, but yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did it. We were like, no kids. And then people that are in a relationship, bring them. But no, like, random plus ones because that would be so unmanageable. And it's not even worth it if it's going to be like, okay, got to find someone to bring to this wedding. It's almost and like And then you're waste. paying for, like, random people to just, like, be there and, like, booze. And, yeah, well, I have a lot <laughs> I could say. Okay, thoughts on marriage reality TV, like Married at First Sight, Love is Blind, etc. Sips on my glass of red wine like Jessica. Hey, B. <laughs> Wait, that was so good. I've been practicing in my house. Oh my God, my voice again. Um, because it was so remarkably good. I was shocked by that impersonation. Hey, B. We have a lot we could say about Jessica and how she is the worst. Worst. Um... But, okay, hot take. I love reality TV, and I love those shows mm-hmm. from an entertainment standpoint. But I also think marriage, like, should be taken seriously. Yeah. And I think if you are, like, meeting somebody and trying to grow a lifelong relationship in front of a camera, you're not going to be, like, your authentic self. Yeah. And what are you going to do when the cameras stop rolling? Exactly. And, like, 90 Day Fiance, I watch those shows, and in my head, I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It just... I don't think it's, um, what's the word for it? Not maintainable. So I don't think it's a sustainable yes. base for a relationship. You're, we're on a show. Okay, we're going to get married. I just want to marry someone. Don't get married because I just want to marry thing, someone. Right? Yeah. I would feel like bad about myself if it's like, oh, I just want to marry like anybody. Yeah. Like go on match.com or like, I don't know, the camera thing too. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, what are you really trying to gain from this? 15 minutes of fame or... Yeah. I don't know. But I will say I do love Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, me too. And I think that when I got engaged, I started watching more of these shows, like, just for fun. So I was like, oh, like, love it. I enjoyed Say Yes to the Dress. Um, For weddings, I also enjoy... Me too. Even though I'm always like... They're judgy. They're so mean. And also, like, imagine doing that, like, with your friends. And there was one where it was, like, all, like, cousins and, like... 
That's like so like bad. There's one I was watching one. They were like the line for the buffet was kind of long, and I was like, "Oh, boo, fucking who, Karen?" Like, right? Oh, it was good, but something about the fish. It was it was too lemony. The lemon fish was too lemony. Who's four really stars. criticizing that hard? Yeah, like relax. I hate that. Like when you go to someone's wedding, and the fact that they rate the dress, I feel like is very problematic. That. It's just like. Even though I still like love to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Like I get it that that's like the format for the show. But if you ever go to someone's wedding with any thought in your head aside from I'm so happy to be here to get to witness their love. Thank you. Then you're the worst. And I hate you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. It's like, oh, I don't know. Drink service was a little slow. You know what? You're lucky you're here today. Like you're not at a restaurant. Yeah. Like Jesus. It's the worst. Don't mm-hmm. cause a scene. Don't be rude. Mm-hmm. Don't be Fucking rude, like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Large bag. I love Kim so much. She's just great. Kim, if you're listening. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is our message. I've been waiting for this moment forever. Oh, wait. Hi. Love you. Could you potentially get your husband to like, mm, stop. <laughs> calm, to calm down a little bit. <laughs> I, I no longer have a manager. I cannot be managed. I cannot be managed. <sighs> Okay, I, I can always go on a Kardashian tangent. We love it. Hi, Kylie. What? <laughs> Hi, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I tagged her in our story about Greyhound Gate, and I was like, maybe she'll like see it. Maybe she'll see it and like tune in. Oh my god! So if you're here, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining in. Okay. Anyways, we have one more question. Oh, wait, we have two more. Yeah. Okay, so this one says, the next question, if you could go back to pre-wedding, what is one piece of advice you would give yourself? Great question. I have said this so many times. I really think the one thing I would tell myself, and people told me this, but you don't understand until after, is to just like really slow down, take it all in, mm-hmm. because the day like just flies by so fast, and you just see so many people and have so many conversations. Like it's hard to like really have like quality time with your guests and your uh, partner even like, because Mm -hmm. they're also mingling. So I would say really slow it down. Make sure you have time together with your partner that day and just make sure that you really take it all in because it will fly by and it's such a beautiful day. Um, but yeah, it like comes and goes and you're like, what the heck? Like it, I've been planning this for so long and it's like, and it like in a snap, it's done. It's so yeah. quick. Yeah, it does. I think you're a hot commodity that day. You are. So you're a busy, busy guy or gal. Everybody wants a piece. Um, I think what I would say, it's a, I know that you said one thing. It's a two pronged kind of statement. Number one, um, I need to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number one, um, you don't need to take everybody's opinions to heart. People are going to suggest things. You don't have to listen to them. You do not have to listen to what other people have to say about your wedding. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be like, oh, I guess I should do it that way. Or, oh, I guess the vendor is bad. Do, do what feels right for you. And number mm-hmm. two, delegate. There's going to be so much going on. I don't know about you, but I'm the type of person that's like, if, if I don't do all of this, it's not going to be right. Mm-hmm. It's not true. So many people are so happy to help delegate that shit. Mm-hmm. 
And there's so many, again, like little things that you don't think of. Like that day at the church, like my aunt was like getting the guys like their boutonnieres and things. Yeah. Like there was little things like let people take charge of those action items that that day. And so that you don't have to think about those little things. Like I wasn't thinking about the guy's boutonnieres when I was like getting ready to go down the aisle. I was like sweating it out, panicking. No, just kidding. Yeah. But, you know, just let people, if they're willing to help, let them help. Yeah. Sorry, I just had a thousand mile stare because I was having like some sort of like, <laughs> some sort of PTSD flashback to like little details that like get missed not for my wedding but like as a wedding photographer I see a lot of things that I'm like I I don't know I've helped so many people put on their boutonnieres or like hey do you guys have the rings you guys, yeah I got the rings you guys want them <laughs> like right like all those I don't think about it I know um okay and we have the last one um someone wrote in hey she said <clears throat> just clearing out hi ladies I'm in a serious relationship and have obviously been planning my wedding and engagement at Hannah. Love that. Since <laughs> I laid eyes on my boyfriend. I've also been involved in a plethora of weddings and have witnessed the stress that goes into the planning of even the smallest of weddings. There are so many different ways to go about your wedding day. Town hall, destination, traditional, formal, informal, no matter how it is, as long as you have an open bar at the end of the night, I'm there. Cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my question for the both of you is how did you get, or sorry, my question for the both of you is how did you decide on the season you wanted to get married in? I've been to weddings in all four and I and don't know which one was my favorite. There are so many perks and risks of each one. Can't wait to hear more on how both, on how you both decided on what day and month you chose to be your forever anniversary. So Keep up the amazing sweet. work. Not even engaged, but planning ahead. I love it. And girl, yeah. I was planning ahead for like way too long. My <laughs> Pinterest board was constantly being updated. <laughs> so relatable. But I, I think this kind of ties back to what we were saying about like searching for your venue and the date. Like it's kind of up to you. Like if you're really flexible, that's awesome. You could kind of just see like, what dates do you guys have available? And yeah. then pick and choose. I also went off my personal preference of seasons, like just simple. Like I don't love the winter personally. Um, I don't like being cold. I don't like worrying about slush and all that stuff. So I just knew I wanted it to be like nice weather, like mm -hmm. whether it was spring, fall, summer, and I'm a teacher. So it, like naturally I have some time off built in in the summer. So it just kind of worked out for me to do it in the summer. If that makes sense. It does. And Tyler and I are big fall people. So we chose, we wanted peak foliage. We wanted it to be not too hot, but not bitter cold yet. And mm -hmm. I mean, our wedding day, the weather was just perfect. It oh was, my God, it was so, and as a person who gets chilly, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Like it was outdoors. And the day before October. it was like a little windy and I was like, Ooh, like, I know. What's going to happen? It was like golden skies. It was oh, like... It was incredible. It was so beautiful. Um, yeah, so that's what we chose for that. Just because we're huge in the Adirondacks. We love fall so much. That's my. That's both of our favorite seasons. But mm -hmm. each season, like this, this submitter said, um, each season has pros and cons. I would say um, for the winter, the pros are that a winter wedding, if there's snow 
if there's snow coming down that can be so picturesque and gorgeous gorgeous picturesque it can feel cozy the decor can be like this like rich like i don't know cozy candlelight type Mm -hmm. of like like sparkly twinkle light type of thing it's Mm -hmm. good the cons are um a big snowstorm could keep your guests away Mm -hmm. um there could be no snowstorm you could be stuck with uh, kind of dreary, mushy, slushy. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get your wedding dress really wet. Not that that matters. I mean, go for it in your dress that day. Just go for it, honey. Mm-hmm. Spring can be the same. Spring is... Uh, Even summer, like it could... Yeah. There's always the risk of weather. Yeah. So spring would be... It can be really mushy, big, rainy. You can have a random snowstorm that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. The summer can be totally beautiful. Also or, it can be really hot and uncomfortable. Yeah. You could like be if you're going to be outside... Um, God bless my August weddings, man. Hot. Hot. Oh, my God. I know. My hair, I was like, it's got to be inside because yeah. my hair cannot handle the heat of uh, even the June that I had. It just wasn't going to work. Yeah. But I, I also have to say with like around the holidays, um, I've had two family. Well, one's planning a winter wedding and one had around Thanksgiving. And a pro, again, is that a lot of the time family all congregates Mm. naturally for the holidays. So everyone's kind of got a reason to come home anyways. And it can be nice to have your event when everybody's already home. So they're not like doing extra travel. I mean, they're going to travel anyways for your wedding, but I just think it is a pro. Yeah. And then that also brings up the point of your friends, if they're out of state, might be leaving. But that's true. If many of your, of your friends are from here and they live out of state, could draw them back. So right. it depends on uh, what your group looks like. And I'd say, I guess the last one for the fall, the pros are you could get amazing foliage. You could have really moderate mm-hmm. weather. The cons could be it could be unseasonably cold. You could get an early rain or some type of weird summer situation where it's either balls hot yeah i did just say balls hot sorry balls Mm -hmm. hot or a rain and it wipes out all the foliage the week before your wedding and it looks like it's november yeah so pros and cons i mean i really think you have to think like start simple what season do you like the most yeah just personally what do you like and again if you're flexible great makes it easier to plan you could just say i'm thinking somewhere between april and october and see what people have available the one thing about wedding planning is i guess you can kind of control everything except for people and the weather so mm-hmm. pick a date hope for the best <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all you can do make a guessless hope for the best that's and all i do, do say it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day it's like so, rain sorry on your wedding day it's a free life oh my god we're gonna get so many like record deal inquiries <laughs> after this episode we get sued by alanis Okay, so yeah, I hope that helps answer the question. Tight. Next week we're gonna do something. I don't know. We might uh might do something fun. We might do something. We might drink during our podcast. We might have another caffeine day. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. And keep submitting your questions. We love to hear um, what you're thinking about, what you're wondering. Thank you to everyone who's been listening and having fun with us as yeah. we record uh all things wedding and more and tune in to next week to see what is coming your way see what's coming make sure that if you're not already you um you follow us on twitter instagram at married cocktail submit your submissions on our website married cock married with cocktails.com 
married cock married cocktails.com um marriedwithcocktails.com yes and then email marriedcocktail at gmail.com and please 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 this is the most important part go to apple and spotify follow rate five stars write a nice review it is so important that you write rate and review well because that increases our chances of being seen by people thank you for everything my voice just got so weird hey B. thanks for everything <laughs> hey B. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See Thank you. See you on the next one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I know. Oh, my God, I know.